welcome to Christian Financial Perspectives, where you're invited to gain insight, wisdom, and knowledge about how Christians integrate their faith, life, and finances with a biblical worldview. Here's your Christian Financial Advisors host, Bob Barber, and his co-host, Sean Peters. Welcome to another episode of Christian Financial Perspectives. Uh, We're so glad you joined us. If you like this type of content where we talk about financial topics, but from a Christian perspective using biblical principles, please make sure you hit that subscribe button and like this video. Today, we are going to be covering part one of three of something called Biblically Responsible Investing, or BRI. And this is something that is very important to us here at Christian Financial Advisors. And Bob has been around since the ye olden days of this, right, Bob? I was young when I started doing this, kind of like you are, Sean, but, but now yeah. you're growing this nice beard I well, see going well, on here. Well, unlike you, Bob. there's some gray in it, though. It must exactly. be the, the, the grandkids doing uh-huh, that to yeah. you, huh? Well, my kids, your, yeah. your grandkids. Okay. Yeah, okay. But, but I have to, Bob. See, I don't have any wisdom hair in the top of my head. I've only got it in my sideburns. So I, I got to look yeah. like I know what I'm talking about. I have some wisdom. You can go get some gray color and put up there. <laughs> okay. All right. So we are going to talk about biblically responsible investing. This is so important. We're going to do this over a three-part series or else you'd be here with us for the next hour. So yeah. we're going to cut this down into, you know, 12, 15-minute segments. And first, we want to talk about what the definition of biblically responsible investing is. And Sean's going to That's right. let you know That's what right. that is. Okay. So biblically responsible investing, or BRI for short, is a type of values-based investing that seeks to align an investor's holdings with biblical principles. Another term for this could be faith-driven investing or faith-based investing. I know those are two terms that uh, more and more people are looking for. Yeah, and we've called it so many different things over the years. You know, it started off with morally responsible investing. Then it was changed to biblically responsible investing. And you hear it referred to as faith-based investing now. That's right. Yeah, It's really all the same, though. Again, it comes back to the the purpose of what we're talking about here is aligning an investor's holdings with biblical principles as as a Christian. Right, exactly. um, Another thing with this is that it's aligning your investments with companies that support Christian and biblical teachings, principles, while avoiding companies that do not. It, it's not just about negative screens. It's it's negative and positive, positive screens. screens. In the right. beginning, it was just about negative screens. Right, right. But now it's about positive screens as well, and which is nice. I'm, it I'm is. glad it's, it's evolved over the last exactly. 27 years as I'm one of the founders of the Biblically Responsible Investing That's Movement. Right. So I've seen this thing really change a lot. That's right. And I know when you first got started, it was like you and three or four other people that even talked about it. <laughs> and, I, it there was basically five of us. I can still name those names. Yeah. One of them uh, has already gone to be with the Lord. He, he got cancer. But um, yeah, we're still around, yeah. and and we are very excited about what we have seen biblically responsible investing. Right. Now it's grown from this tiny, tiny movement into this gigantic yeah. movement now. Yeah, and a, a lot of that too, I think, is really cool with the way technology has changed over time. Is mm-hmm. that uh, I think part of the reason, really, for it being mostly focused on avoiding these companies that are involved in these specific negative. Uh, areas mm-hmm. is, is that it was just a little easier to to find the information on that. Whereas now, with as screening technologies and and accessibility to yes. information has improved over time, now you can uh, look for companies that aren't involved in certain contentious areas that don't align with our beliefs as Christians. Right. But you can also look for companies that are are involved in doing positive things, and it doesn't all necessarily mean that it's you know Christian. It's just more of a you know, someone is doing something that 
they're not doing it because they're a Christian or because they're a Christian company, but they just think it's a good thing to do. And we can align with that as a Christian. Yeah. You know, so. you can align with, even though you may not be even a Christian, if you, you can align still yeah. with biblical principles of morality. Okay. Exactly. Yeah. That's what, that's so, what we, we well, mean by that. And one, so, two scriptures. Yeah. I'm okay. going to cover those. And Absolutely. Then... This is a very scripturally based exactly. type of investing. So it needs to be in there. Exactly. And then, Bob, hopefully uh, what we can do is have you cover a little bit of the history of, you know, why the BRI movement started. I, I can. Investing. I sure can. So Proverbs thirteen eleven, we have dishonest money dwindles away, but he who gathers money little by little makes it grow. We also have Proverbs 15, 1, the house of the righteous contains great treasure, but the income of the wicked brings the trouble. And some of the, the scriptures we always use, too, is Psalms 24, 1. The earth is the Lord's and everything in it, Sean. That's right. So That's right. if you believe that God owns it all, then biblically responsible investing is for you. Exactly. The, the history started many, many years ago. Like I said, it was about avoidance. And there was a major um, company back in the 90s that had special days for the LGBT. Okay. Mm -hmm. And... I remember um, the Southern Baptist Convention calling for avoiding uh, supporting that yeah. entertainment park. You notice I'm not mentioning names, trying not to. Right. Okay. Yes. Yes. But that um, that is what how this started, and then we started looking at there's a lot of companies that were supporting Planned Parenthood. Right. And that was like the abortion industry or using fetal tissue research from abortions yeah. for pharmaceuticals. So those that's the history and where it's involved into the day. Okay. Yeah. And so really the, the concept, uh, I, I would kind of step back for a second and say biblical responsible investing, faith-based investing, they're really, uh, and, and ESG, not saying they're all the same, but they would all be considered a type of values-based investing where you're not just looking at the financials, but you're investing based on what a company is or isn't involved in. That's correct. And, and obviously, uh, you know, we're going to get into the differences between this and ESG. But over the last, I'd say really the last 10 years or so, it seems like the idea of investing based on the financials and based on does this company align with you as as a as you know, as a an investor. Christian and my values. Yeah, and right. for us as a Christian. Right. Because it, it is important because at the end of the day, we will be held accountable to the Lord for how we acted during this life. We know how we handled the things that were given to us to take responsibility of. And so it's in that ownership is important. And like you say, B B R I or biblically responsible investing, faith based investing is, it not, is ESG. not ESG. <laughs> ESG, and what does ESG mean? Uh, ESG is the uh, environment. Oh, we put me on the spot. It's the okay. environmental, social, and governance. Sometimes okay. I get those mixed up. But, That's right. So it's know, not that. It's 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 actually as opposite as you can get from for the that. most part. Yeah, yeah for, for the, the most part. part. And and I would say calling what a, a BRI investor does ESG is is somewhat insulting. Yeah. As as for many years, the ESG methodology has been mostly kind of the opposite of what Christian investors seek out. Yeah, and that's right. BRI screens out companies that are involved in supporting abortion and the LGBT agendas, whereas... Also gambling, exactly, alcohol, gambling. Yeah, there's other tobacco, things too, yeah. But, uh, you know, we, we look at slavery, human slavery yeah, in yeah. other countries, and are they using child labor? So right, those are yeah. the screens that we, we say, yeah. if that company's involved in that, we're not going to buy that company. Yeah, whereas on the flip side, ESG has typically been associated with if a company is involved in heavily supporting these different types of lifestyle choices 
issues with the abortion mm-hmm. and, and LGBT that, you know, they are even celebrating those. Right. Not to mention they want to That's invest correct. in them. So that, to me, is a, a big difference between BRI and ESG. Now, Bob, we have, uh, we have to kind of cover the beginning. So what options really were there 27, almost 30 years ago? Like what oh, options goodness. did you have when you first started doing this? one to two, maybe three, or you could do individual stocks. Yeah. So and had you, to do your own research too. You a did. lot of your you painstaking did. research. That, that's correct. Um, the programming way, way back um, was just starting off. I remember Scott Fehrenbacher, the founder of that, and then uh, Timothy Plan bought the, this program called The Evaluator. And now yeah. you can go online and you can look at The Evaluator and anybody can subscribe to it. Yeah. But um, take away individual stocks, there were very, very few choices. Just yeah. one or two or even three was max. If you wanted to buy a mutual fund or ETF that was biblically responsible, yeah. But that is. Well, what about today? Oh my goodness, that's <laughs> changed. Like today, the Tim- the Timothy Plan mutual funds that were that's the Art Alley is the father of biblically responsible investing in this country. Um, now there's 12 mutual funds that they offer plus six ETFs. So that's, that's right. 18 choices just from that just one fund fund family. Exactly. Uh, then uh, Eventide Funds started behind that, and they offer eight different biblically responsible mutual funds. That's right. Okay, That's right. so now you add that together, you're getting up there in the number. Mm-hmm. And then a few years back, my good friend Robert Nestle, I remember bringing him here to our headquarters and talking to him and and educating him about BRI. He found me on online from yep. research and said, "I want to go see Bob," and he took the torch and ran with it. Oh yeah. And he, he started, got, he got a little bit of that, that itch for like, I really want to do more of this. I'm so proud of him because <laughs> he's awesome. the youngest of all of us yeah. in the, in the BRI movement. And he's, he is, he had, they have eight ETFs at Inspire right. where he started. So when you add just those three investment managers together, there's 34 different choices now wow. of biblically responsible ETFs and mutual funds, right. 34 choices. I mean, how many choices so, do you need? Exactly. And, and then we put together our portfolios and overweight or underweight yeah. these portfolios, depending on that. And keep in mind, that's just the fund choices. And yeah. obviously, if you use like Inspire, uh, the ETFs that you're talking about, Robert Nestle, Inspire Insight is a tool that uh, someone can use actually for free. They do have a paid subscription, but for, they do for have a free monitoring one. Exactly. funds and stocks. Yeah, right. and if you just wanted to see for some of your own stock picking, if that was something you wanted to do, you do have options now to screen it. Whereas 30 years ago, good luck. You're going to have to go through all that data manually. So that's really exciting. But Keep in mind, one of the things we want to hit, highlight is that uh, do your research, because not all companies yes. that say that they are biblically responsible, be, that they do BRI, are, you know, and, and, a, and a couple examples that I'm sorry if I, if somebody gets mad, I'm stepping on some toes here, but Thriving and Guidestone are not biblically responsible. Not they, according to our screens. Yeah, yeah not according to we, our screens we, and we put, from the information that they've shared and posted themselves, because um, w- one of them that really frustrated me because we had somebody that came to us and, you know, they were they were evaluating our firm versus some other firms. And and uh, I did a little research because I hadn't even heard that Thrivent was even offering faith based funds. You know, oh, yeah, they investing. Well, Thrivent came from the Lutheran. Yes. Okay, yes. Okay. But here's what got me is when when you start looking at the the disclosures, if you will, the disclaimers of of their faith-based funds, it very clearly says that they don't do any kind of verification that their funds are actually following the the screens right above that they just said that they're screening out for. And then on top of that, you know, like with Guidestone, who fails the the screens that we do, um, Guidestone is one of multiple fund families that they include within their faith-based portfolio. So 
if you're not doing anything to actually screen or, or verify or use companies that pass those screens, yeah. how can you call yourself biblically responsible? I mean, otherwise what you're doing is you're, you're saying we're faith-based because we want Christians to invest with us, but you didn't actually do anything different. Yeah, that's and right. And that misses the entire point of biblically responsible investing. That's it should look different than the rest of the world. So that's going to do it for today. So we're going to, this is just the first part series on Biblically Responsible. We're going to do a three-part series. Next week, we'll get into part two. It's yep. going to go deeper. And then part three, we'll sum it all up. That's right. Thank you for joining us and God bless. We invite you to listen to all of our past episodes covering many financial topics from a Christian perspective. To make sure you don't miss any of Bob's upcoming episodes, you can subscribe to Christian Financial Perspectives on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or Amazon Music. To learn more about integrating your faith with your finances, visit ChristianFinancialAdvisors.com or call 830-609-6986. Investment advisory services offered through Christian Investment Advisors, Inc., DBA Christian Financial Advisors, also known as Christian Financial Advisors Management Group, a registered investment advisor. Comments from today's show are for informational purposes only and not to be considered investment advice or recommendations to buy or sell any company that may have been mentioned or discussed. The opinions expressed are solely those of the host, Bob Barber, and his guests. Bob does not provide tax advice and encourages you to seek guidance from a tax professional. While Christian Investment Advisors believes the information to be accurate and reliable, we do not claim or have responsibility for its completeness, accuracy, or reliability.